Welcome to Get Together, a community podcast for fans where we cover all things games, entertainment, and technology exclusively on the GET Network. I'm your host, Showtime. I'm here with my good friend, Buddha. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? And we can't thank you enough for setting aside some time uh, to be here with us today. Together, we'll be bringing you the latest about games, entertainment, and tech from all around the world. This is episode six, and on this week's podcast, we'll be talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Power World, Tesla recalls, and being able to drive with game controllers. That and much, much more. So whether you're a gamer, a movie TV buff, or a tech geek, Get Together is the podcast for you. So what's good, Buddha? What you been up to? What's good, man? I'm I've been chilling. I've been chilling. I can't really complain, you know. Um, mm-hmm. just gaming and spending my time in the holidays with the fam, you know, living okay. that good life. Yeah, saying the same thing over here, living the good life. Um, chilling with family. Uh, chilling with the girl. Um, finally got my background all set up. I got the Xbox light lighting up back there. Like we looking, we looking official out here. Uh, definitely been gaming. Uh, started playing uh, Sinwa Saga, the first part. So I'm mm. getting through that. Yeah, right. I had to. I had to after that right. Xbox Direct. I had to. Uh, so I'm halfway through that already. Um, playing, uh, what is that? Uh, a couple simulator games. I've been playing a couple simulator games on Steam. At Steam Deck OLED. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. 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 Yeah. Yeah. 100% beautiful. So what games have you been playing recently? Um... I've been playing Boulder Gate a lot, Boulder Gates 3 on okay. Steam Deck. Um, I started on PC, you know, yeah. pumped up all the graphics and everything. And then um, that screen on that Steam Deck is just different. And I've just been, yeah. now yeah. I can play wherever. I don't have to, like, you know, be in a specific spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, just out there playing. And also Cyberpunk, I've been playing a lot of Cyberpunk on my Steam Deck. Hey. Um, yeah, like, you know, going through the emulations of all the previous systems and, you know, reliving nostalgia mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yeah. And all the other games that I had on Steam that I even realized I bought, you know, like this Steam sale that happen every year. And I just randomly like, oh, let me add that. Let me add that. And then okay. boom, now I have this, yeah. you know, a whole collection. I hope, so I hope you got that Steam uh, free gifts during the holidays. Um, I, I didn't get enough, but I heard a little bit about it. It was, I was yeah. a little too late, but you know, I got uh, a little bit in it. Yeah, I got Ghostwire Tokyo. That joint came out for free 99, I think it was 59.99 originally, plus tax. Right, right, <laughs> right. So, yeah, I got it. I'm ready. I'm ready to game on that OLED. It looks beautiful. It is. Um, yeah. So, any movies, TV shows you've seen recently? Um, been to any concerts? No, I mean. Rebel Moon. I'm watching Rebel yeah. Moon. Um, Rebel Moon was fire. Was fire. That was fire. Um, yeah. Shout out Zack Snyder. Always, always and forever. Zach. Yeah. Um, a little bit of TV like uh, Reacher. Um, okay. Um, Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson. Only thing about Percy is that they only give me like 30 minutes. It's like a tease. Like what I'm supposed to do with this? But it's gorgeous and it's it's too through true to the books, truer than what the movie was. Yeah. So that that has been holding me down. And um, I just been like, yeah, just doing a lot of gaming. I haven't, I've been trying to get back into the anime and everything like that. It's okay. just where can you find the time, you know? Like, yeah, 
that's that's literally what i'm against is just the, yeah. the clock all the time yeah definitely <laughs> i watched the uh gran turismo movie that was fire i caught up with that that thing was fire i didn't think it was gonna be fire but that gran turismo was fire uh ended up catching the barbie movie uh that was that was fire it had a good a good nice story to it uh mm -hmm. gave that a try uh seen the willy wonka movie the new willy wonka joint that just came out had a mm. movie night with the girl and uh yeah it was it was dope it was it was definitely dope Right, right. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did a little reality TV too, you know, so Love mm -hmm. is Blind. Shout out Love is Blind. Okay, okay. Yeah. Dabbling in a little bit of that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Have you dabbled in any tech these um, past couple of weeks? Or any nah, tech that you yeah. heard about these past couple of weeks? Um, I mean, we had CES that just passed, yeah. and there's a lot of yeah. promising things coming out of there. Mm -hmm. But um, really, just the Steam Deck is like, you know the bio bio for me right at the moment um yeah. I'm waiting for to see what's going on with some folding phones that samsung phone the galaxy ultra 24 mm. ultra it, it's yeah. doing a lot like it's yeah. it's throwing everything in there and it's it's stacking up to be a, a powerhouse and like a one of a kind device um but you know i'm still on my folding phone wave so i'm trying to wait to see what the folding phones look like this year okay okay um i just got a beautiful piece of tech uh, i just picked up a acura 2021 rdx um Ooh. super handling all-wheel drive a spec um took it out for a drive in the snow these past couple of weeks because it was snowing in the northeast as you know um yep. yeah it handles really well it handles really well so um snow mode so sport cool. mode sport plus mode <laughs> outside <laughs> <laughs> shout out shout out acura shout out acura that's what's facts up. facts well let's get into our first topic of the day gaming um Welcome why back. microsoft might be considering xbox exclusives on playstation and nintendo switch so so how you feeling about that like for me like from a company perspective are you necessarily spending more money on putting these games on these extra consoles like mm, yeah um yes and no that's a, a dual question and with a dual answer actually multiple mm. answers more than dual if you it just starts with the the facts the facts is microsoft spent 70 plus billion dollars to buy activision right yeah cool yeah and while you're doing that, you essentially became one of the top three, top five third-party publishers of video games just off the strength of that, right? Yeah. So right yeah. there, you're a third-party publisher. But mm. you, does that mean they're not going to make games for their consoles? And their their ecosystem? It's not even about the console anymore. It's about the, the whole Xbox ecosystem. Yeah. So when it when when people think or people say oh at microsoft's going third party they're already third party they're one of the biggest i mean yeah they're everywhere they just hit three trillion a couple days ago uh on the market <laughs> hmm. microsoft yeah but it goes even even deeper than that when you when you think about call of duty like is call of duty going to be exclusive to, to xbox no we we just spent two years in litigation about how we're not going to keep Call of Duty on Xbox. So yeah. therefore, Call of Duty is the biggest game every year, except for last year, 
Shout out Harry Potter, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you're the number one selling third party game, you are essentially going to be a top third party publisher. And they also make Blizzard makes multiplayer games all the time. You yeah. Know, Overwatch, Starfield. I mean, Star Starfield, Starcraft. You know, um, the list mm. goes on and on. So all of that doesn't mean that Microsoft's dropping the whole Xbox brand and they're dropping the whole Xbox console ecosystem to go third party. That doesn't make sense. You make more money having a device and getting mm. licensing from everybody else from using your device. Why would I lose that income to just sell software? That it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I feel like they're getting rid of physical media now. Um, as we were talking about earlier, texting, I was texting you like, yo, uh, Best Buy went out. You were texting me, Walmart went out doing no physical uh, sales. So everything is essentially going to be online. Uh, when's the last time you bought a physical thing for your uh, app for your phone? When's the last physical game you bought for your PC? Mm. Does the PC ecosystem still exist? For gaming? Yeah. The app store still exists on cell phones? Yeah. So where where are we at when it comes to digital consumption? You what's the last thing you bought a DVD or Blu-ray? Minute. <laughs> right. So the only place left that does physical media is video games. And mm. even then you look at Sony. What do they? What do they do with their new console? They gave you an option to not even have a disc, disc drive in it, right? Mm. Right, right. They're, that's just a test bed to test the market to see how people are going to respond and how the numbers look when it comes to digital and physical to prepare people for what's going to come the next generation. Why? Why spend all the extra money on shipping, distribution, box art? all that stuff, shelf space, mm. and I have to give a cut to the retailer, the retailers and everything like that, when I could just yeah. give a bigger cut to the developer or publisher for just having it directly on digital. And everybody gets more money that way. Obviously, you still need the retail presence. So let's just use Xbox, for example. Let's just say, boom, next year, this year, they completely getting rid of all physical media on Xbox. All right, cool. And when the argument is like, hey, you're walking to a store and there's a bunch of blue and a bunch of red and it's not going to be no green. Why not? Yeah. Can you not buy a digital card that has your game on it at your game store? Do you so what's the point of buying consoles then? What's the, what's the point of buying a PC? What's the point of buying a console? What do you mean? What's the point of buying a PC? I mean, what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the point? You got Steam Decks now. We got handhelds. But I mean, you're not always going to be tied run, down somewhere, you know. Can the Steam Deck run your game at 60 frames per second, 120 frames per second at 4K? There's always but technology will get device. there. No, there's always going to be a device mm -hmm. at home that plays your game in the best possible fashion. That is going to be the Xbox. Mm -hmm. Just like Microsoft creates the Surface. The Surface is what they desire to be the essential windows device this is what the windows device is supposed to look like this is what yeah. our vision of windows is supposed to be the same thing with google google makes android for everybody but they also make the pixel the pixel is what we envision 
Android to be like. So Xbox is essentially that. The Xbox will be the definitive version of what we want everything to be. The 4K, yeah. the VRRs, the seven points around sound, the spatial audio, all that other stuff. However, there are options and tiers to everything we can do. We want to reach yeah. everybody where they're at. So everybody can afford a $500, $600 box. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a screen that has internet? All right, that means you have access to our games for $15 a month. Do you still want a box and have your, your still traditional physical experience? We have a device for you, the Xbox Series S that plays games at 1080p. Maybe you don't have mm. a 4K TV at your house. We have a 1080p device for you with you know no latency and all other stuff. Everything's directly for you. Cool, that experience. Also, we have Windows. We have a variety of configurations that you could play all your games on laptop handhelds big desktops wherever you're at they're trying to meet you so the whole idea is that oh you gotta get rid of that box why that's gonna be one of the best if not the best places to play your device other than a five thousand dollar pc i mean but are you necessarily, like you said, you could play it anywhere, but are you necessarily getting the best bang for your buck? And I'm going to put it to you like this, right? So there's a game called Harry Potter, which I'm still in the middle of. Um, a version on PS5, a version on Nintendo Switch. They are two of the same images, but two different images i'm gonna pull this up right now so on the left is the ps5 on the right is the nintendo switch so you're telling me i'm not getting the same game i'm paying 69.99 79.99 for these games and i'm not even getting the same quality okay I, i'll get you i'll give you one you could pull up a screenshot of a game using a RTX 4090 and a game using a RTX 980. It's the same exact game, but obviously there's gonna be different graphical effects that changes, but the game essentially is the same. The whole point is game. the way gaming has gone, gaming costs too much to not bring it to more people. The plateau of video games when it comes to consoles is 200 million, that's the plateau. It's been like that for the past 20 mm. years, 200 million. It's, that's the only number of people who are gonna, who's willing to buy a device to have access to video games. This is why Microsoft, you hear Microsoft saying, we're trying to reach the 2 billion gamers yeah. out there because mm. there's people that pay Candy Crush. Oh, guess who owns Candy Crush? Yeah, yeah. If you play Candy Crush, you're a gamer mm -hmm. in, in their eyes. You, yeah. That's just your starter. We, that's mm. your, your, your gateway drug in a sense. And we we're gonna we're gonna tag you along until you start. Maybe you you want to go to a bigger game after that. Yeah, you know we we, we used, you're at mobile. We want to meet you at mobile. We have yeah. Call of Duty mobile. We'll have a, a, a Elder Scrolls mobile. We'll have a Halo mobile. You want to be on mobile? We'll have those experiences for you, and you can continue that experience at home on your big screen because everything is cross saved to your account. Right. So they're trying to make things seamless so that wherever you go, your stuff will be. And you can continue your experience seamlessly. And the way technology is going, as you see with the, all these window handhelds, 
you're essentially going to be able to have a Series S type of device mobile on the go, mm. like your Xbox Switch in a sense. Right. So that's I mean, all on Microsoft when it comes to Windows 12. They have to make a dedicated Windows operating system subset so these handhelds runs just as smooth as Steam OS. And when that happens, boom, sky's the limit. So so what are we what are we doing here? Are we putting all these consoles on a cloud? What what are we doing here? Eventually. But again, mm. there's until computing can reach until computing and internet latency reach a peak where things become instantaneous, mm. just like just like a RTX forty eight in your home, then until that happens, we're still going to have a dedicated box. But if you right. look at what, what NVIDIA is doing with the GeForce now, if you pay their high tier, their high tier subscription, you can have access to a RTX 4080, I believe with a, a i9 um, CPU, all the RAM and every, everything. Every, you will have access to a supercomputer where you could play mm -hmm. games over the internet with Seamlessly. almost no 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 latency exactly mm. and you're playing it in the most high ultra fidelity over the internet on your simple smart tv your your 200 smart tv you're you're playing things in 4k hdr 120 frames per second and you're paying maybe 20 dollars a month but you already paid for those games wherever you got those games from so that's yeah. that's the future where we're going like i buy a game on steam i still want to have access to it on GeForce, so GeForce will be my computer in the cloud. And if you, I don't know if you remember, but Microsoft right now, if you go as a developer, you have mm. a Windows app that essentially gives you access to a computer, an entire computer as part of your Microsoft 365 subscription. So even your personal computer is gonna be on a cloud. And again, you're gonna have access to that wherever you have internet and has a screen. All right. So now I don't have to spend X amount of thousand dollars on a computer. I just have to pay my Microsoft subscription and I have my PC in the cloud. And the higher tier that I pay, I can have access to a more powerful computer. Yeah. That's, that's where the future is going for everything. And as you can see, we'll talk about later on, Apple has no choice, thanks to Europe, to open mm -hmm. things up a little bit more to stop hindering technology and let all of this happen faster. We, Things being app-based, it was cool for his time, but everything's on browsers now, and everybody yeah. proved it. But you also need access to hardware-level things and stop essentially circ circumventing and blocking people from you know making things because you're not getting access to your cut that you want. We'll talk about that. But yeah, Microsoft's yeah. not going yeah. um, multi-platform. But I will tell you this. There will be a select few games that will touch the Switch. Will it be on mm. PlayStation? The only games that will be on PlayStation will be multiplayer games. Like if Blizzard was to make another multiplayer game. Yeah. Whatever Zenimax is making, their next online MMO, that will be on mm. PlayStation, PC, the new Nintendo. It'll be everywhere. Those games, that's where you need the most amount of players because yeah. you want to recoup your investments. Yeah. I mean, I just hope one day the cloud does exist and the cloud is fast enough because I believe Xbox sometimes does struggle with, you know, wait times. Oh, Xbox, um, Xbox is absolutely horrendous right now. Yeah. And so, it's horrendous. 
I don't know. Hopefully, again, like you were saying, hopefully we get to one of those points in life. But right now, it's the proof is GeForce Now. Look, look at GeForce Now. That's the proof that it works. And if you go through the court documents, the reason why Xbox XCloud sucks now is because Phil Spencer told everybody in the courts that hey, we stopped investing in XCloud currently. So I'm sure they'll put more money into it. But as of right now, NVIDIA has the best streaming game service latency-wise and fidelity-wise of anybody mm-hmm. out there. I mean, I think if it does come true, um, other, other complaints from fans was that, you know, uh, if everything's on a cloud, when they, like, you know, pass away, can they can those kids or, you know, the kids that they have, can they have access to those games, you know? Um, That's- I feel like you should definitely have a beneficiary for your games. Like, I essentially, I feel like I want to own these games. Like, I understand it's in the cloud, but I I feel like in that cloud, I should own that. And I should be able to pass it down to anybody. Absolutely. And I believe um, a long time ago, Bruce Willis brought that same idea about iTunes. When iTunes, when music went to, you know, went to the, the cloud, essentially. Uh, in the beginning, his whole concern was, you know, I have access to all this music. Like, how do I pass that down, you know, to my my, my family and my, my kids? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the outcome of everything like that, but I do remember it was a big thing maybe like, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it, it's it's out there. Yeah. Well, I know a game that is out there that I hope to see on the cloud is Pal World. Pal World just successfully passed 7 million sales in five days, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. It surpassed Counter-Strike 2 and PUBG on Steam. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. No, it didn't pass PUBG. That was an error on their part. It's still the second highest mm. peak current game. Okay. PUBG at over 3 million. I don't know if, if anybody's going to be able to touch that. Uh, PUBG was, <laughs> was a time to be alive. Uh, I'll tell you yeah. that. Uh, but, yeah. but it's still fascinating with the fact that it, it reached the milestones that it's reaching right now. And the yeah. fact that it's, it's also on Game Pass and PC Game Pass. So that also cut into the sales too. So who knows if it was mm-hmm. only to release only on Steam everybody it might have might have been able to tap PUBG. yeah i mean i wish i called it i think i it was only out for steam on a little bit i called it on pc but i, I didn't um i think it was with xbox game pass they had that so um i didn't catch it when it was like free 99 i wish i would have called it Did you catch was it was it free i, don't I think thought it was, it was free. free i heard it was free no, no i don't think it was ever free it's an early access game it's it's not a free they charge free it for game. that though now though right it's always been charged. It's an early access game. Early access games are games where you pay uh, a, a, a lower price for a game in progress. So when the game does come out, which is essentially mm. version 1.0, that will be full price. But you don't have to pay that full price because you already essentially paid for the game in development. So you're essentially like an investor into that game. Mm. And you sh- theoretically, you should be helping the developer of like, yo, um, I fell into a hole at this point, at this spot, sending yeah. that, that message. You know, that's the whole point of early game preview. But again, I think they're on version 0.11. Yeah. Not yeah. even close to version one. This did is you get any did you get any game gameplay in yet? 
no, no, no. I'm not. Mm-hmm. No, um, I mean, yeah, to I'm me, just... it was a dope survival game. Like, it looked like actual Pokemon. Like, even though it's mm-hmm. not, uh, it's their own monsters. Um, yeah, it was dope. Crafting. Like, I feel like it's definitely different from Pokemon, but everybody at first kept comparing it to Pokemon, and I don't understand why. Like, obviously, because the, the, you can't deny that regardless, like, they're going through a little controversy right now with uh, accusations of AI um, generations and plagiarism. And I'll tell you this right now it is 100% plagiarism, 100%. However, at the same time, it's, that's what games do. And if you look at their previous game, their previous game was legit a uh, breath of the wild. Like you could probably would could have called it lung of the wild because it's literally the, the <laughs> exact same thing. It's a carbon copy of breath of the wild. And this is yeah. not necessarily a carbon copy of Pokemon. This is more closer to art um, or even Conan, Conan exiles. Cause this is a survival game. But mm. the only thing that that resembles Pokemon is that you're throwing spheres at these these animals you're collecting them and the, again the they took heavy heavy influence from pokemon creatures that were created over the years mm. so um but again this this team is a small team it's like less than 50 less than 50 people and the game budget was 6.5 million dollars so mm. you go go to show what was spider-man's budget not to compare but like the you could see the nuances of it all like having a game concurrently having almost 2 million people playing at the same yeah. time for that price, knowing that it's an early access game and they only spent $6.5 million in it. Imagine if they can use some of that money to pump up the development and make this a way more viable experience by listening to the fans and having the, the budget be higher. Well, Pokemon did come out with a statement. They said, we received many inquiries regarding another company's game released in January 2024. The Pokemon company wrote, we have not granted any permission for the use of Pokemon intellectual property or assets in that game. We intend to investigate and take uh, appropriate measures to address any acts that infringe on intellectual property rights related to the Pokemon. We will continue to cherish and nurture each and every Pokemon and its world and work to bring the world together through Pokemon in the future. Um, to me, that was pretty much just a, here you go, we received these complaints. But to me, it sounds like they're really not going to do anything. Like If they was going to do something that would have been done already, this would have never released. Nintendo is notorious that even if you even have a whiff anything that nintendo owns it's it's gone it's it's yeah. scrubbed from the universe so the fact that it's even released just goes to show that this isn't a fight that they most likely <laughs> would win or even would be willing yeah. to spend the money to go against because maybe they thought that this wouldn't be what it was mm-hmm. you know but also maybe this might put a fire under their butt and say look people actually want yeah. not necessarily a survival pokemon game but they want a, a viable pokemon game that doesn't have all the bugs and actually looks pretty and you know like actually has modern game mechanics and not still stuck in the past you're making billions and billions of dollars from of profits from selling pokemon material and pokemon games but yet it looks yeah. like you're dumping a fraction of that into the development costs it, it just it it doesn't 
doesn't compute and you, you can see yeah. this is what people want they're craving for a modern pokemon experience yeah and if um vgc andy from vgc he said that um he heard some rumblings from nintendo and they heard um, not nintendo but you know the pokemon company and they heard they heard everybody's criticism from what was the last game um scarlet and violet and yeah. they're working to you know um work on those issues so hey like honestly I didn't even get the last Pokemon game because it was just <laughs> such. Yeah, and I love Pokemon. I love I, yeah. like that got me into RPGs, and I didn't even realized at the time that was my very first RPG ever. Well, um, I mean, apparently so... the, the Nintendo Switch Two is gonna be better than a PS Four, as as the rumors on the street. So maybe you'll pick no. it up again. Maybe no. <laughs> the answer to that is no. <laughs> Heavy on the no. Okay. Just no. It will be better than the Switch. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. PS4. No. There It'll be go. close. It'll be close. But the the they have DLSS, so that is what's gonna literally the AI uh, image generation. Yeah. Is what's gonna help Nintendo bump all that graphical fidelity a little bit higher and make things a little bit smoother than what they yeah. normally would be. Yeah. Um, well, I will tell you that Nintendo did go after a modder for Pokemon. Uh, he modded Pokemon into the game. So uh, Nintendo's legal team apparently is reaching out to them. Uh, the internet is crazy. The internet is undefeated. Like, already? Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo like, it goes to show you. Go yeah. back to what we were saying. If Nintendo yeah. has merit, they will shut yeah. it down before it even comes out. So yeah. this right here shows you, hey, like, this, Power this is, is out too here. much. This yeah. is too unto it's not similar to pokemon other than the the creatures that were heavily again heavily influenced on like there's no doubt about it that these monsters were (laughs) taking inspiration capital i from pokemon yeah Mm -mm -mm. and there's there was a artists were accusing it of copying complete 3d models and the the company pocket pair um, mm. They claim that they was receiving, you know, the usual death threats and abuse that comes with the internet turmoil and stuff. And yeah, um, it's 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 it hasn't stopped the game from selling and people constantly playing. We'll see. Like uh, in a week, we'll see how far the concurrent thing if it goes higher, if it goes lower. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we'll see the updates. I already see that they've been updating the game, but also yeah. the thing about updates that the PC Game Pass and the Xbox Game Pass versions are a, reportedly a few months behind that is the steam version and that's because xbox requires a lengthy certification process when it comes to patches to make sure you didn't like you know do something that's going to brick your xbox or mess up your your windows device or anything yeah. like that the steam on the other hand you could just rapidly give updates right then and there mm. and so people are playing if you want to play the most viable version of the game it's on Steam. If you want to play it for free, if you have Game Pass, then you know just know that you're playing a previous version. Hopefully, this lights a fire under Microsoft to loosen up on some of those protocols, just like Baldur's Gate did when it comes to having split screen on the Series S. There are some games that are just too big for your policies, and they also show that how not necessarily archaic, but mm. your policies, you know, can be adjusted on a case by case basis. Okay. Well, 
I hear that. I definitely hear that. <laughs> um, I'm definitely excited to see, you know, definitely how Power World evolves. Again, like you said, if it's going to go up, it's going to go down. Um, yeah. That's, I see we'll, what we'll you see. did there. Yeah, we'll Power see. World evolved. That's, yeah. I see what you did there. So, we'll see. Nice. We'll see. Um, what I am excited to see drop on Game Pass, hopefully soon, hopefully, hopefully, is Call of Duty. So, uh, the Call of Duty uh roadmap was revealed um so sledgehammer games is unfortunately moving their studio uh to a smaller studio somewhere else um their employees will temporarily be working from home until 2024 um i will say that they are mandated to go into the office um they told them pretty much that you know if you don't go to work you get fired um so i guess it's cool that you know the people who are working from home until the end of 2024 but once 2025 hits they're fully inside um i will say also that 30 percent of their workforce was laid off um so they so announced itself yeah yeah 30 percent of the workforce was laid off um during the town hall, they announced that they will be the main developer for Activision's 2027 title. Infinity World will be heading Call of Duty for 2026. Apparently, it's supposed to be some modern warfare universe. And then Call of Duty 2025 will be a Black Ops 2 sequel. So what you what you think about that? How, how you feel? How you feel? Hey, you got a new owner now. You got to slim down, restructure, and get get your get the things going. That's that should be what's to come down when you have a new boss. That's right. that's part of it. And you know, like the the Call of Duty train, we spent seventy billion dollars. So this Call of Duty train got to got to keep running. It's got to run more efficiently mm. than it's ever run before, than it's ever been ran before. And mm. um, it's got to have innovation and creativity so that you know so we can retain the players that we have, and especially that apparently, supposedly, allegedly, is going to be on Game Pass, so even more eyes is going to be on it than it's probably has ever had in its, in its entire existence. Yeah. So you got to get it right. You and then if, if your first game, your first Call of Duty underneath Microsoft, that has to hit. If it doesn't hit, people are going to be like, oh, you know, Microsoft can't make games, blah, 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 blah. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, they're going right. to be quick to say that. You know, you know yeah. they're going to be on Microsoft. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but justifiably so. You know, like give me, give me consistent bangers, and then I'm pretty sure the talks will stop. So um, that's what it comes down to. Um, are you excited to see a Black Ops Two sequel? Yeah, I mean. I play Call You're of Duty for the campaign. Saying that's going to be the 2025 title, supposedly. Yeah, I mean, I play them for the campaign. So if they, yeah. I don't have to pay seventy dollars anymore for my six-hour experience, and I can just get it on Game Pass, I'm here for mm. it. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm here for it. But um, who knows? Like maybe maybe I have more friends that might be playing Call of Duty. Maybe we might do more Warzone. Maybe we might do Zombies. You know, like, mm-hmm. because they're not, you know, they're not going out their way to spend the the initial seventy-five hours, but they have Game Pass. So um, that is what that is what's going to determine like how the trajectory of all of this is going to go. And is it going to add X amount of subscribers and how much cannibalization is it going to do to the actual sales numbers on actual on Xbox and 
on PlayStation. And mm. if that's the case this year, um, since the Switch 2 comes out, is, is Call of Duty on a launch title on the new Switch? So that's another, yeah. um, you know, um, revenue stream and another audience that you can add it to. And again, Game Pass. So you're going to be streaming it wherever you're at. So this guy's really, when it comes to You really think Nintendo Switch will be able to stream Call of Duty? Nintendo Switch? No, that's what Switch, they're talking about no. bringing. He wants to bring gaming. Phil Spencer wants to bring gaming everywhere. That's what right. he said. Those are those are his words. He wants to bring right. gaming everywhere. So if you're going to bring gaming everywhere, that includes Nintendo Switch and putting Call of Duty on Nintendo Switch. Not the original. The, the new Switch is still going to be called the Switch. So he didn't lie there. It will be on Nintendo Switch. It just mm. won't be on that Nintendo Switch. And also, mm. maybe you can do a backlog. You can do, you can port the because remember these call of duties are still uh ps4 and xbox one generation so yeah. if it's running on the xbox one you can maybe find a way get get a dedicated team in the corner somewhere throw them in a the bunker and <laughs> tell them figure it out you could get witcher yeah. 3 to run on the switch you can get call of duty running on the switch uh will it be 60 frames per second i highly doubt it you know <laughs> but um yeah Anything's possible. And you, Microsoft has, yeah. quote unquote, the smartest engineers in the world. They have the money yeah. for it. So if they put the money behind it and find the right talent that actually want to do this, that's the thing. You got to have people that want to do it. They can't see it as a job. There's got to be something where they're passionate about it. You know, like they have to be passionate about it. And the more people that you can put on a team that are passionate about something, the better the product is going to come out. Definitely. Definitely. But it will be a launch title for Switch 2. Promise you that. <laughs> yeah, calling it early? Yeah, yeah. I see. Of course. You're I not, see. You're not, wait, you're wait not EP will be anymore. by. EP44, we'll see. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> by by um, Thanksgiving episode, it'll be out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of EP44, make sure you guys like and subscribe. We definitely appreciate y'all, man. Um, as we, we were saying on the GET network, we did say we were giving out 24 giveaways um, for the year of 2024. Um, yes, sir. So make sure you're liked. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Uh, Oh, we said Twitter was X. Twitter is now X. So that's still confusing. I don't know if it's still a tweet or what it what it is now. A retweet. Now what are the uh, what are the rules for the the giveaways? What do you have to do? What's the criteria? So we're gonna do a little giveaway where you have to enter a system and the system is going to choose the winners. You're gonna have to follow us on YouTube, you're gonna have to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. And every time you follow, like, whatever you do for us, you get points. And that whole point system at the end tallies you up. And again, you'll win some giveaways. I mean, who doesn't love a good giveaway, right? Right, right, right. Okay, okay. So, yeah. And speaking of people we love, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Can we give some respect to my man? Can we give some respect to my man? He was appointed on Tuesday to the board of directors of TKO Group the publicly traded company that consists of the UFC and the WWE. He is the winning champion eight times. He has now been granted full ownership of the Rock trademark, which had been owned by the WWE. He also gets a merchandising agreement. 
Mm. Put some respect on my man. A bad boy. That's a bad boy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think he like definitely deserves this. Um, it's been a long time coming. Uh, I seen him in the rink the other day. Um, just to you know put his face back out there. But yeah, I think this is definitely a W for him. No, like he worked hard for this. Just like you said, um, you know his grandfather and his father was there, so um, they helped build the company. He helped build the company, and now he gets to continue to help build the company. And also, yeah. there's a little fun fact for people that didn't know: The Rock's grandfather, I believe, was the very mm -hmm. first champ African, well, black champion in the WWF. So mm -hmm. there is like there is legacy there, um, and the whole Rock name. Um, has you know obviously been passed on since his his grandfather. So, um, just him being on the board, being the face, one of the biggest actors in the world, um, being the face yeah. of the brand of not just WWE but also UFC, which is sports and that entertainment in general. Mm -hmm. um, also, you know, he's with the the com combination with the XFL and the USFL, and they created the the new UFL. Yeah. Um, so he's doing he's doing a lot of big things. He's doing a lot of big things. And I'll tell you, this is definitely going to lead into him being at WrestleMania against his cousin because there's no better way to help promote the brand that you're now and help you're now, you know, put in the role to help grow. And what better way to help grow is have you and your cousin in the main yeah. event passing the torch with the bloodline and everything like that. So that right there is just, you know, you yeah. can't write a better story than that. No, definitely not. And with that news you were talking about, um, Netflix, 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 Netflix. Netflix is uh, also getting a 10-year period, which they just paid $5 billion for on the WWE. Um, Netflix will be the home for Raw in the U.S., Canada, Latin America, and the U.K. outside of the U.S. And Netflix will also be the home of SmackDown, NXT, and WWE's premium live events, including uh, mainstays like WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, and SummerSlam. Yeah, mm. with that, though, the, um, the caveat with that is that's international. Um, Peacock has the rights in America for the SmackDown and NXT in the premium live events like WrestleMania and SummerSlam. So Netflix has that for everywhere else outside United States and Peacock still has the access to that. So in America, um, there's only Raw on Netflix mm -hmm. and everything else you need Peacock for until that contract expires or whoever yeah. the next highest bidder goes to but shout yeah. out you know netflix like and also again this comes with the rock being a part of it the rock is the biggest yeah. global star out there and netflix has the most territories when it comes to their access to their content and netflix yeah. excuse me netflix wants to dabble into the live programming to get you know that live advertisement because there's nothing more profitable for yeah. then getting those live ads. So them dabbling into live, not necessarily sports, but a blend of sports and entertainment. That's right up Netflix alley before they could start testing out, getting into other live events. Cause I did it with yeah. Chris Rock and, and they tried it with Love is Blind reunion one time. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a little, little hiccups here and there. Um, but WWE has their infrastructure. Cause as you remember, 
they ran their whole own network. They had a 24-7 WWE network streaming service yeah. on their own. So mm-hmm. they're they understand how to run all of that completely. So I'm sure them and Netflix are blending technologies together to make sure this thing works properly. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Um speaking of blended, the multiverse, Deadpool 3. Um, yeah, there's been talks of Deadpool 3. Um, so Deadpool has been going around for a couple days now. Uh, my boys just sent a picture out on Instagram. Deadpool 3 is official, drop, dropping on July 26th, 2024. I think this is going to be the most anticipated movie to drop in 2024. Mm, the comic book wise, comic book wise. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, this is your, essentially your last hurrah for Hugh yeah. Jackman, even though we had our last hurrah before, but like we never got to see Hugh in like, you know, a traditional Wolverine suit and um, actually interacting with a, a actual non-leather <laughs> other characters that's out there. They get to, yeah. you know, be with more traditional comic book variants per se. Mm. And that dynamic between Hugh and Ryan Reynolds, seeing that on screen, that's that's going to be a different version of Logan that we haven't seen. Um, what do you think mm-hmm. the movie is about? Did it have a like a, a description yet, or we just going? Um, I haven't seen anything yet. I haven't seen anything yet. Uh, they do have like little blurbs on websites like E Cinema, Deadpool three coming out two thousand twenty four. You know, and it is out there. Um, I mean, I, I heard I, some rumblings that um, yeah. if you if you f- follow Loki by anybody that's out there that follows everything, um, yeah. Loki works for the TVA, uh, and um, supposedly the TVA is involved with Deadpool, and that's mm-hmm. how you. I would, what I would assume is they have a mission for either Deadpool or Wolverine. Um, I saw yeah. conflicting reports, but like. Yeah, they, they Wolverine's working for them, and Deadpool's trying to tag hey, along, and or Deadpool's working for them, and then the, he goes try to All find right. different Wolverines, but he wants yeah. Hugh Jackson only Wolverine type of thing. So we'll, we'll see. And another thing, obviously, we saw what happened with the Logan, you know. So mm-hmm. um, they also said that this doesn't contradict anything in that movie, and we know that movie takes place in like I believe twenty thirties, twenty forties. So. Yeah. Um, I would assume that you're pulling Hugh Jackman from his peak in that X-Men Fox timeline kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's, it's weird. Like, you know, every, I feel like everybody's in a multiverse now. Um, I feel like we, we personally, like us as humans are in a multiverse right now. Um, it's a lot going on for me, at least it's a lot going on. Um, but about for you to get to get the best bang for your buck disney wise mm-hmm. um if this is the last deadpool uh yeah. from ryan reynolds and if this is like your i see it as this is disney's way of having their cake and eat it too to be like mm-hmm. hey like um before we give you our um you know our wolverine for the next 10 15 years yeah. uh, we're going to give an official last hurrah to the you know the goat Wolverine and his his X Men crew like the Charles Xavier and the Storm and 
Gene and everybody like that, give everybody their one last hurrah so your fans can be happy and uh, satisfied and they won't, you know, moan and be upset mm-hmm. when they introduce the new X-Men, the new crowd, the ones that's going to yeah. usher in the Disney era and everything like that. You get to just be Deadpool can, you know, branch the new MCU and the mm-hmm. old Fox universe and stuff. So uh, they did that with, um, well, I believe they did that with the Fantastic Four by having yeah. all of those people in it to just make sure that we see it so that they can now do their own thing and we can't say that, oh, you never gave us, uh, you know, John Krasinski's, you know, um, Mr. Fantastic. And we yeah. always wanted that, but they gave it to us. So now they can do their own thing, you know? So I, I yeah. see it as that. Okay. Okay. Well, I will say that you can catch Deadpool 1 and 2, I believe, on Disney Plus, Hulu, and Apple TV. Um, that's what you catch up on that. <laughs> that's big. Disney Plus, that's big. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what also is big is Halo Season 2 is dropping on Paramount Plus. Can you believe it? How do you feel about the first Halo season? Man, I always say, me and my friends, we joke that that's not Master Chiefs, that's Master Cheeks. Because <laughs> I right? actually saw Master Chiefs Cheeks, which I I should never have saw. Like, yeah. let alone taking his helmet off, you you took his bottoms off too. Um, yeah. That is just blasphemous. Mm. And what the kids say that's 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 wicked work right there that's just right. dastard um so the the one thing reason that i would be watching it when mm. it comes back this season is there's an entire new creative team and uh, you know new creative lead and there's supposedly there's a time jump so like i want to see yeah. how much they distance for themselves from the the first season because the ending of mm-hmm. season one was like well i did read somewhere that supposedly it's about five six months i personally don't feel like that's a lot of time because um why not one two years why not five years did you feel like you couldn't create enough story to get that backstory like i was thinking deep into this um more information in our bios uh with the website within more information but yeah like i, I felt like why not? Why why not go further in time? Why why five six months if that is true? From what I read from the article, because um, I mean, time jumps are tricky. Um, there's got to be a story reason. You can't just be jumping time because that time that you're missing is actual growth. So the mm-hmm. whole point of these shows, you want to see these characters grow, and if you try to get to the finish line by having them already grown when they come mm-hmm. back we didn't witness that growth. So that's going to be a disconnect yeah. to the audience. Like we didn't see that growth. So four months, that's cool. And especially the way that they ended it. Um, man, I want to see, there was a nice little, I want to say nice, but there was a twist at the end. And I want to know if they dive full head into it or mm. if they kind of retcon what, when, what happened and, you know, usher in a new era of what this halo is supposed to be. I'm confused because they said they want him to be more like a video game. Like that was a lot, I guess the the main criticism from, you know, Xbox fans. Um, you, what do you mean? The, whole, the best part of the whole thing was yeah. when it was the video game stuff, like when they went first person or like when 
when Chief is fighting the the Covenant, like those moments right there, I'm like, yo, all right, wow, this is this is Master Chief. This is what we're here for. And uh, I think, it was, but it was only like two or three episodes that actually had mm-hmm. him, you know, showing his capabilities of what he can do. The other episode is him outside his suit, politicking and trying to get cheeks. And it's like, bro, this is not what we want from Halo. We want <laughs> he was trying to get cheeks. Covenant. I like, felt bro, like he was very human like. And then and the yeah. more blasphemous thing is that they had Cortana watching him getting cheeks. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? It goes to show you what's in charge. You're not you're you're disconnected from what actually is going yeah. on and what the fans yeah. actually want. If you look at what Last of Us did, Last of Us not necessarily followed the game to a T, but they had the creators necessarily involved, like thoroughly involved into the the story, which is, and then they was able to expand a little bit more from their original story on the game, because again, you have the creators involved. If the creators aren't involved, well, also to be fair, Last of Us video game was translates way better to a TV series than Halo does because it's essentially Mm -hmm. shot way more cinematically than halo is but you can you halo has so much material to be used i felt it was a cop-out to say oh we're in a whole different universe like you don't have to do Mm. that Mm. you don't have you could pick any point in time of chief's life and 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 you know reenact that yeah it's when chief was in control of blue team Think like things of things of that nature. Like that's things people want to see when when the covenant first shows up. When Chief, what what makes Master Chief Master Chief? Yeah, the, the, that's what the story is supposed to be about. We're here for Master Chief, and and how he can. Why is he able to fight a dozen covenant by himself? You know what I mean. Like right. why is he able to go against the elites and the brutes and the flood and everything like that? What makes him so special? Yeah, and in the video games, Chief doesn't talk a lot, and then when he does talk, it's prominent because it's it's his you know his, his one liners like um, somebody will say like like I forget what it was, but some, the the trailer had the the guy from Infinite. He was like, yeah. there there's there's only two of us, or there's only one of you, or something like that. And he was just like, that's more than enough, like some something <laughs> like that. It was, you know, no, that's that's your Chief. Yeah. Like I, you yeah. don't need to say yeah. much. Like whatever he says, I I'm 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 ready to strap up with you, Chief. Because what you just said inspired me. Let's go. Have you been this, playing this since the original like, Xbox? I, I bought an Xbox with Halo. Okay. okay. That, was, that was in what? Tenth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade. I think it was in tenth grade, yeah. two thousand one. I might have been like third, fourth, but I was still playing. <laughs> Halo, we had uh, not many people had Halo because everybody had you know PlayStations and stuff at the yeah. time, because PlayStation had the DVD player. Xbox didn't get the DVD attachment to like mm-hmm. later on, but um yeah, Halo was yeah. was the game. Like we would plug up TVs, plug up the mm-hmm. the Xboxes to each other, have four or five yeah. Xboxes connected, and just running Halo. Like now I'm talking about yeah. the original Halo, like OG. You could you could play not... you could play music on it. Like I, you could put the music in your headphones. Was, that was that yeah, was a time. Yeah. Like was, I remember was... putting music on. Uh, uh, what was that? Grand Theft Auto. Like it was it was yeah, a wild had, time back yeah, then. Right, right, right. You had the the custom. <laughs> yeah, you remember that? Wow. Even 360. The 360 was was the one of the yeah. greatest operating systems ever. You can you can play your music on the guide, and yeah. it will pause or mute 
the game yeah. music automatically. You didn't have to go into the system to do anything. And like games like racing games or games that have radios in them, like Grand Theft Autos and things like that, you had a custom channel directly from the Xbox the 360 operating system where you could play your, you know, your tracks and stuff like directly on it. And then I'm talking about streaming them. Like even then the, the 360 was the first Netflix. People don't remember people 360 was the first Netflix streaming device yeah. in a home. So like the 360 was one of the, the catalysts, one of the greatest systems of all time. And also when it comes to game development, like you you're not gonna see an error where you can get three mass effects in one generation. Mm. Like you yeah. you you're not seeing that ever again. Like again, we we're not gonna see Mass Effect Four to like twenty thirty, which is which is well, mind boggling to me because it's like, bro, I got three Mass Effects in one generation. It's like, so I can't get. Yeah. I'm, you're gonna skip the whole generation, and I'm still not gonna get a Mass Effect. Yeah, I mean, apparently Halo ain't skipping no generations though. Apparently they they making sure they keeping their game up to date. So, um, you're not seeing another single player Halo on the the Xbox series. It's not happening. Yeah. It's not happening. They, they're, gonna, so? they're gonna no. They're gonna do it correctly this time and make sure that the next Xbox that releases, whether it releases in 2026, that people yeah. think, yeah. or 2028 with the PlayStation, but it will be a launch a launch game for sure this time. And they'll yeah. have ample time to do it because they use an Unreal Engine now. Yeah, but um, you will see. Well, they're keeping up to date with the multiplayer. I think they. I don't think they're dropping the multiplayer. Yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. you have no choice. Like, that's yeah. that's the whole thing. I'm talking about single player campaigns. Okay. okay. You're not seeing any more of that on the series consoles. Like yeah. I, I am like I would put eighty percent stock into that. But you will get way more Halo experiences. It just won't be your traditional Master Chief single player campaign kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I believe they most likely going to save that for their next system and won't have any, like, again, you won't have to develop for the Series S. Uh, you can put all your horsepower into whatever the new Xbox is going to be and let that be the the flagship killer app, all the words that solidify with being the go-to game, the the, yeah. the game you need to spend with that five hundred, six hundred dollars that you need for that box. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, again, it, it launches actually launches because it didn't launch this time. I do have the Halo Xbox Series X. Thank you, Halo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, I hope it launches like on time this time. Um, no, Halo is <laughs> Halo is dropping its season two on February eighth, two thousand twenty-four. Make sure y'all check it out on Paramount Plus. Mm. Y'all got one episode. Y'all got one episode with me. Y'all get me that episode. We good. Y'all don't. Mm. Mm. Sayonara. Well, if you're still here and didn't sayonara, make sure you like and subscribe. If you liking with us, uh, if you if you enjoying the content, you know, make sure you like, subscribe, follow, drop a comment, let us know what we're doing good, what you don't like, what you do like. Um, yeah, fact, yeah. fact check us, always fact check us. If it's big, and timestamp me too. Like I want to know exactly when I was wrong, so you can be like, <laughs> "Yo, Buddha." At forty three point five, you said this, but it was actually yeah. this. I'm like, "Yo." That's fire. 
I'll comment back. Like, I appreciate it. I will get it right next time. Or, you know, we, we're all in this together. Like, information yeah. flows at, at a, a fast pace. So having y'all there to supplement everything, that just keeps me on point. So I appreciate it. That's that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, yeah, we definitely appreciate y'all. If you're listening on uh, Apple and Spotify, make sure you give us a five-star rating. Five-star. Five-star rating. I'll take four, too. I mean, four is an even number. I'll take four. Four is an even number. I'm not picky. Just rating it it to begin with, you know, is a a blessing. So I appreciate that. Definitely, definitely. Um, We are going to get on to our last topic of the day, technology. All right. So the first topic is, is Tesla a disaster? Ooh, is it? So recently, recently, uh, there's been millions of recalls uh, for Tesla regarding its autopilot features, where it featured a thousand crashes and eight of them were serious. Um, So they recalled that uh, to do a software update. The uh, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration made Elon do it. Um, because they felt as though, you know, there's, that's too many crashes. A thousand crashes is a lot of crashes and eight being serious, you know, just for their autonomous feature. Um, right. yeah. So I, I, I think this was a, a, um, nice thing that Elon did, you know, to help, uh, give free software updates, but it shouldn't have taken a thousand crashes to be honest. Nice boy. You better yeah. do your job. You want customers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You fix your phone. Right. People like, you know, you focusing too much on X, a.k.a. Twitter, um, you know, that already lost its billion dollar asset. And um, it's it's dead. They killed it. Yeah. It's done. So done. Yeah. Also. Um, Yeah. Go ahead. No, with the the Tesla thing, um, Mm -hmm. with the superchargers and them being in cold and them being in hot weather and all that stuff that that's that's part of tech. That's part of, you know, being the first to do it and you got to figure it out and everybody else is going to learn from your mistakes and make it better for their versions and things like that. Um, It just, it just sucks that, you know, when you're first, you got to go through growing pains. That's just, that's just part of it. Yeah. Um, Ford, however, did have the most recalls for 2023, not Tesla, even though they recalled millions of Teslas for that software feature. Um, was what it they really the electric want? Cars? Yeah. Was it electric yeah. cars for Ford? Yeah. Mm. Um, I didn't say they had a specific, but it did say Ford was the was like as a brand. Mm. Yeah, had the most. So um Tesla is the most valuable automaker in the world um and soon uh apparently tesla's gonna be working on robots so yeah they had the the new i think it's called the optimus 2 optimus yeah. 2 robot that can you know do all types of things and it's a little mm-hmm. bit more humanoid and everything of that like that and it's supposed to be you know working replaced like you know like heavy workers the heavy workloads and you know like the home depots and the warehouses things like that to do like Mm. the heavy lifting or maybe even like packaging like you know ups be having like tvs and cabinets and stuff like that and you know having them be able to just throw that in the truck that 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 helps that helps that helps backs and you know also 
when people say, oh, you know, robots going to take jobs and mm-hmm. but also those robots need to be maintained. Those old robots need to have their code, you know, yeah. taken care of, things like that. So yeah. um, and also like those robots need to be trained and you need mechanics and you're still going to need. Yeah. For now, you're still going to need human interaction. I'm pretty sure I heard somewhere in the news, fact check me if I'm wrong, y'all, but I heard that a robot actually did like hurt someone, not not severely, but like actually did hurt them. So, yeah, I, I, I think it had, it had, it had, oh, I saw that article too. Yeah, about yeah. Like, um, it wasn't nothing severe. It was turned, inside the, yeah, the side of the campus. Off, something like that. Like, it had yeah, malfunction, like, something, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah so. I, that. I even saw a video with like, um, a robot was like taking things off of a wall, like and putting them on the floor, wall for wall, and pulling the floor, and like it just, it worked so much. Like yeah. the meme was like it worked itself to death. Like it just stopped. <laughs> like it just, it just stopped picking up yeah. boxes and just stood there, and like right. it was just like it, it was done. Um, yeah. So again, like work, workers, workers have you yeah. know, <laughs> robots have have the growing pains too. Yeah, it's they like. Get tired um... Do we do we really trust this technology? Like even recently in Chicago, it was so cold that the superchargers weren't charging the uh, the cars, and the cars were just sitting there. Pictures online of the cars just sitting there. Um, apparently, they're also getting less miles because it's so cold outside, and these electric batteries cannot handle it. Yeah, the one technology in this world that hasn't grown at the pace of everything else is battery technology. Um, right. That's. That's just, that's just again. That's that's part of it. That's part of. But you have, but you have to go through these situations in order to learn how to circumvent them and and mm-hmm. make a make a better product. Like, so for them going through this experience, now you have a reason to spend R, more R and D money to figure out your battery technology and to make sure that this can survive in the extreme heat and it can survive in the extreme cold. Mm-hmm. Um, Find find that young intern. Find that old guy who been building batteries since he was six. You know, like yeah. there's people out there that have these, you know, these abilities and intellectual uh, people that can can figure these things out. Um, yeah. It's just all about finding them. Definitely, definitely. Uh, while the tech just doesn't stop there, Afila just dropped their car, um, and this is going to be created by. Honda, uh, Honda has exclusively paired up um, for with CES, and they revealed it at CES. And you can, he was actually driving it with a PlayStation Five DualSense controller. It was the dopest thing I seen at that CES Tech uh, uh, showcase. Like that was dope. Um, apparently, also. Uh, you can explore a new, further harmonized relationship with mobility driven by sensing technologies and AI uh, with a partnership with Microsoft. So not only is it produced by Honda, it has a partnership with Microsoft. And that's that's not all. That's not all. It has multiple speakers throughout the cabin delivering mind-blowing sound spatial audio. Now I have that sound spatial audio in my Acura, so it's it's nothing, it's nothing, you know, to, to brag about. But um, I think it's definitely pretty cool that they're putting it inside the car. And they're also having a partnership with Epic Game that allows passengers to immerse in a 3d world buddha are you ready to check this out 
What does that even mean? Immerse in the 3D world. Like, what do you want me to do in that? You're going to have to check this out real quick. Look at this. You're going to be able to act like you're swimming. You're going to be able to act Why? like there's different things going on in the world. Why? Is that not? Why would I want the ocean on my my dashboard? <laughs> why? Why do you want why a dinosaur I, on why, it? Why would I want Godzilla on my dashboard? It just doesn't. You want people to not be distracted. That's the whole point. You want them to not be distracted. That's that's the most distracting thing. I'm driving it, yeah. And then boom, T Rex is walking in front of you. How? What do you want? I'm, I'm a swerve. What yeah. do you want me to do? Yeah. Or, or I'm, I'm I'm driving, and you're gonna tell me Nemo is is right in, right in front of the taxi cab. How? Now now I will say I think it'll be cool if not that they don't put it on the dashboard per se like you know the back seats and you got the kids in the back seats you can act like you know it's dinosaurs outside y'all or look you know we're swimming we're swimming okay. in the car okay, like maybe. I think that'll be dope like and especially if they're going to put some autonomous feature in the car to make sure you're like no you're not you're not crashing like you're distracted I don't know if they have like a certain mode like this is distracting and driving should not be distracting but oh, if i'm gonna support this car and i got investors behind on this car apparently because it's being produced by honda honda is just not anybody um, yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this right now this shit is dead on arrival <laughs> first of all first of all first of all first of all you want me to drive a car with a playstation controller how how many times your playstation controller dis disconnects randomly when you're sitting right in front of your playstation right so you want me, let's say I'm driving my car and then boop, you just lost Bluetooth connection randomly. Now my car keeps mm -hmm. going and it's yeah. crashed into what? Because, because the connection is this, it, it just, it's not, not viable. Now, obviously people are going to say, oh, well, you know, maybe it's a new PlayStation controller that's connected to Wi-Fi and the phone's already mm -hmm. connected to the, I mean, the car is connected to the internet already. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. What about latency? Yeah. How, how far does the car have to be? To be able to use the controller, yeah. not on top of the the all that AR navigation nonsense that you got I on mean, my dashboard. You, you also have Microsoft partnering with them, though. Microsoft is not just anybody either. So this got to be some out of the world technology just for this one car. You got Honda, you got Epic Games, and you have Microsoft all in one car. I see. This is more like a. All these people are using this one device to show what they can do in cars to sell it to other people. Like all this stuff is not going to be in one car. It's not happening. Mm -hmm. Not happening. It's first of all the the car will be. You know how much checks and licensings you have to pay. Microsoft, Epic, uh, um, Sony. They talking about yeah. Apple CarPlay. You talking about Android plugin? Like all right, like how many yeah. hands is in the pot that need to get need to get paid? And you know how they're gonna um, offset that money by giving that money to the cost to the consumer? Yeah, that's not that's not viable. It's not viable at all. I mean, it looks good, and I just the execution isn't. It's not hitting with me at all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that was, I think, the coolest thing I've seen at CES. Um, again, I think that's a lot of tech. That's a lot of tech. You've got Microsoft, Epic Games, and Honda. That's wild. And PlayStation, I forgot, because you've got the DualSense controller and all that. There's so, a lot going on in there. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot going on. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I mean, yeah. shout out to, to Honda. Like, you, you're out here 
you know, still doing R and D concepts and stuff. So, um, you know, that, that used to be a big thing in CES. Uh, I think that went more towards, um, now it's more towards like trade shows and car shows mm -hmm. and stuff. But, um, CES is, I always like the car part of like, you know, this is the concept 2045 Audi and stuff. Like mm -hmm. I love seeing things like that. Um, it usually is bananas and outrageous and it's like, nobody would drive that. But um, mm. the proof of concepts, they'd be cool. Just like that. I see this is more like a proof of concept versus like them actually releasing with all that distracting stuff in there. Because if I could take that apart, you know, um, news and journalists and stuff is going to be, oh, why you have all these things in these cars and uh, the distraction mm. factor and everything. And unless it's a complete, fully autonomous, you ain't never got to ever yeah. pay attention to anything ever, then yeah. all right, cool. I got you. We'll see. We'll see. Well, um, Apple is also planning to unveil its own Apple car by 2028. Now, this has been on the back burner for quite some time now. Quite some time. Um, and I thought this honestly died years ago. Uh, but apparently, it, it's still coming around. So let's get into it. So Apple targets yeah. 2028 release date for its own electric vehicle. Project Titan, the Apple electric car project has been underway since 2015, but the project has faced numerous delays and repeated executive turnover. Uh, apparently with this, they were saying, you know, they wanted a all autonomous feature exactly like it is for the Tesla. Uh, NHSTA is also involved. Uh, they had to pull back the protocol and now they're going to be only able to drive if it has a steering wheel. They want no steering wheel at all. That's not happening. It's not happening. So uh, I also read online, people were being funny about it. They said, imagine Apple uh, pulling Apple CarPlay from other vehicles. How would you feel about that? Do you use Apple CarPlay? Well, you have Android too. Do you use Android? Yeah, I use Android Auto more so than mm -hmm. apple carplay yeah um, oh, i like because you know i i use google maps and then like somebody texts me on my my iphone and then um i click the thing and it's i don't have apple maps installed on my thing and it's like hey you need to install apple Maps. no like yeah click the link open up google maps like stop it yeah like on, on my android phone i have like three different navigations and if i click uh, address it's like hey which one of the navigation apps you want to open thanks for the option android i, I might not want to use google maps this time maybe i want to yeah. use Waze. so i yeah. click Waze. i don't have that option on, on iphone it's like you mm -hmm. need the use apple apple stuff or you don't use nothing it's just nonsense yeah i think it was funny because people were like roasting uh on the uh twitter they were like what if uh the car lit up green when an android passenger got into the car i thought that was pretty funny they probably wouldn't even unlock the door if you had an android <laughs> imagine yeah i think um who do you think apple would partner out with kia or hyundai what would you what would you think or or anyone else to your matter because i believe uh, Acura just did something with gm but they already pulled out because gm products i guess just aren't that great uh because apple is whoever's gonna give them the cheapest deal 
Mm. That, that's that's what it comes down to. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna put people companies in a bidding war. Yeah. And whoever is the whoever runs down to the cheapest offer, that's where they'll go to. Mm. Apple wants control. They want control of the profits. They want control of the margins. They want control of. I mean, necessarily so because you know it's their name, it's their brand, and everything like that. Yeah. But um, people companies notoriously say like when you work for Apple, you're basically making scraps while they're making all the profit. And um, once they are basically done with you, um, it's hard for you to even like get another yeah. account of that scale anyway. So yeah. they just stick with it, and then that when the contract is up, Apple's like, hey, well we. We're gonna pay you less this time, and essentially you have no choice because you built your whole company on having access or giving access and having revenue from from Apple, and you just have to deal with it because that's the only thing you can do until Apple makes their own version of what you did, and you can't sue them because they have so much money. That's a fact. That's, part that's of a it. fact. Yeah, that is true. Well. That was our last topic of the tech of the whole pod. How we feel in EP6? EP6 is good. Um, I'm going to touch on a, a little bonus thing when it comes to Apple. Um, Apple announced today that they're going to allow game streaming on their iPhones and stuff. Um, we'll see what that entails. Um, there was words that um, a lot of developers like Netflix and Spotify... Um, they wrote, you know, very strongly worded um, press re- press re- emails, press releases, however you want to go about it, uh, slamming Apple for their practices. And, you know, Apple was told that you have to allow people or allow developers to not use your in-app purchases and tell people that they can go pay for things outside of the Apple ecosystem. And yeah. Apple has to agree to that. But what they did was that hey, um, if you do want to do that, we're still going to charge you, instead of 30%, we're going to charge you 27% for even allowing that access to happen, which is just doesn't even, that flies in the face of what the courts even said. So it's like, again, Apple was just trying to protect their profits and at the, the expense of the developers that allowed them to get to where they're at in the first place. So um, the whole big thing when it came to the streaming was that they wanted Microsoft and NVIDIA, if you wanted to put a streaming service, you had to uh, basically submit every single game as its own game so it can be rated and, you know, vilified and everything like that. And that just, it just doesn't make sense. So um, some of the rulings now is that you can have a streaming service, but the rating of your app in the streaming service. So let's use Xbox Game Pass, for example. The Game Pass app will have a rating. It has to have the rating of your highest game in there. So you already know you have TV, what, MA, mature games and things like that. So the Xbox app will be considered mature. And if you have parental controls on your on your kid's device, they won't be able to essentially download that because it's a mature rating. So there's a lot of things that they need to circumvent and fix and everything like that to get everything working correctly. But that's a a big step in the right direction. And and we could thank the EU 
for allowing that to happen, even though Apple didn't have to make this happen. I don't even know why. I want to do some more research or why they even right. um, accepting right. this. But mm-hmm. I think the threat of Microsoft making their own store, their own mobile store, um, this is more like a Band-Aid on that. They're saying, hey, like, you know, slow down on that. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a little bit of access to, to our app store and you just have to follow all our policies to a T. And, you know, we, we still want a little bit of cut from everything that happens in there. Um, but I still think Microsoft's going to make their Microsoft One app where you get your mobile games, your Game Pass games, and your Microsoft 365, and you get your Microsoft PC all in one app. I'm pretty sure that's coming. I would um, need that, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I was a betting man, I would say end of summer, and if not, it might release at the same time Windows 12 releases. And if I was a betting man, I would say Windows 12 releases the end of this year. Um, that's my forecast for what I would think. Um, we'll see. We never know. We'll see. So we'll, we'll see. Anything is Things possible. Go. Anything is possible. We're, we're living in the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We're living in the Matrix, baby. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And listen to us ramble. Um, we can't thank you enough. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.